live and die and rise again, to know if the Easter story contains even a grain of history, or perhaps even the key to history, we need to go to the Gospels, the historical documents that tell Jesus' story. These Gospels are named after their authors, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Much of the recent Jesus genre consists of argument over whether the Gospels are reliable records of Jesus' life. Two hundred years ago, some scholars began to propose that the Gospels were oral traditions embellished with many legendary elements over the generations, and were not written down until more than one hundred years after the events of Jesus' life. These claims have convinced many people over the years that we cannot know who Jesus really was. German philosopher Friedrich Nietzsche and English author George Eliot lost hold of their Christian faith largely from reading the skeptical Life of Jesus Critically Examined by David Strauss. And each year, thousands of students find their beliefs shaken in the same way by the typical undergraduate course in The Bible as Literature. There is a counter-movement going on, however. One hundred fifty years ago, it was confidently asserted that no gospel existed before the third decade of the second century A.D. But over the past century, the evidence has become overwhelming that the Gospels were written down much earlier, within the lifetime of many of the eyewitnesses to Jesus' life and death. This has led to faith reversals, as in the well-publicized cases of Anne Rice and A. N. Wilson. The biographer Wilson wrote, Jesus, A Life, in 1992, which presupposed the thesis that the Gospels are nearly entirely legendary. Yet in 2009, he revealed how he had returned to Christian faith after years of atheism and of writing books assaulting Christianity. Novelist Rice had lost her faith in college, but when she began to read the work of prominent Bible scholars, she discovered that the whole case for the non-divine Jesus, who stumbled into Jerusalem and somehow got crucified by nobody and had nothing to do with the founding of Christianity, and would be horrified by it if he knew about it. That whole picture which had floated in the liberal circles I frequented as an atheist for thirty years, that case was not made. Richard Balcom's Jesus and the Eyewitnesses makes, I think, the most conclusive argument that the Gospels are not long-evolving oral traditions, but rather oral histories, written down from the accounts of the eyewitnesses themselves, who were still alive and active in the community. Balcom cites extensive evidence that, for decades after Jesus' death and resurrection, the people who were healed by Jesus, like the paralytic who was lowered through the roof, the person who carried the cross for Jesus, Simon of Cyrene, the woman who watched Jesus being placed in the tomb, like Mary Magdalene, and the disciples who had followed Jesus for three years, like Peter and John. All of these participants in the life of Jesus, continually, and publicly repeated these incidents in great detail. For decades, these eyewitnesses told the stories of what happened to them. Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John wrote down these accounts, and so we have the Gospels. Balcom also observes that the Gospels are too counterproductive in their content to be legends. For example, it is astonishing that in the very foundational documents of the Christian Church, we have a record that one of the greatest leaders of the Church, Peter, was an enormous failure, who even cursed Jesus in public. 
The only credible source for the account of Peter's denial and betrayal of Jesus would be Peter himself. No one else could have known the details we are given, and no one in the early church would have dared to highlight the weakness of its most revered and significant leader with such candor, unless that very weakness was an important part of the story, and unless, of course, the accounts were true. The Gospel of Mark For the purposes of this book, I sensed that the best way to explore the life of Jesus was not to make a survey of all the Gospels, but to examine a single coherent narrative, one that focused intently on the actual words and actions, especially the actions, of Jesus. This led me to the Gospel of Mark. Who was Mark? The earliest and most important source of an answer comes from Papias, bishop of Hierapolis until one...